Does the word systems make you break out in a sweat? It sounds so formal and complicated, doesn't it? If you've ever checked steps off a list or scheduled a blog post or email to go out at a certain time, you've used a system. It doesn't have to be scary. Join me for episode 51 of Just One Simple Thing as we kick off the Simplify with Systems series. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. Hey friends, as we're closing in on a year of the podcast, I've learned that one of my favorite things to do here is pull back the curtain on things that make creatives shudder and take the scary out of them. I know when I say the word system, it automatically makes some of you feel like a box is closing in on you, or you picture more confusing tech that you have to learn. But systems don't have to pin you in. In fact, having structured, repeatable ways to go about your ministry and business can be the very thing that sets you free to do your best work. So for the next few weeks, we'll talk about systems in the Simplify with Systems series. Try saying that three times fast. We'll talk about what they are, when to use what types of systems, how to create one, and then we'll dive into one particular system that has really given me a lot more brain space. The dictionary definition of a system is a set of principles or procedures according to which something is done, an organized framework or method. I've said it before, but systems don't have to be fancy or complicated. I think the key word in the definition is organized. Systems help you organize your work so that things are done the same way every time, or at least most times, saving energy, time, and frustration. Paul said in 1 Corinthians, but all things should be done decently and in order. If we're going to fulfill the calling God has on our lives in ministry, we need an orderly set of actions to accomplish that calling. I know this is hard for very creative people, and I'm not saying that you need a checklist of things to do every single day and stick strictly to that. After all, God creates beautiful things out of chaos. But he always has a plan for how he will use that chaos to bring about the beauty. It doesn't happen by just letting it run wild and undisciplined. So let's get into the nitty-gritty practical ideas around systems, starting with why do we need systems? First of all, when you have repeatable processes, it ensures you'll get consistent results and experiences. Your clients, partners, and team members know what to expect. Consistency also saves time. 
How many times have you backtracked through your work to make sure you haven't missed anything? Following a set process gives you confidence that everything is done and you can move on to the next thing without looking back. And thirdly, systems make it easier to engage and train others. I just heard an example of this from a client a couple of days ago. She finished up some other tasks a little earlier than expected, so she used the extra time to document her workflows for two important aspects of her business. She said now she feels prepared to bring on a virtual assistant to help because she can easily show someone what needs to be done. So let's break down exactly what a system is. It's the documented steps of a repetitive process. You may have a way that you do things every time, but if you haven't documented it, there is more room for error and getting off track. A system breaks down the sequential steps, decision points, and responsibilities, and it usually includes some kind of visual representation, a checklist, a flowchart, or some kind of diagram. Systems can help us stay focused on the work in front of us, get it done as quickly as possible, and move on to the next fun thing. So let's look at three types of systems and when it's usually best to use each type. The first type is checklists. We all love checking things off a list, right? For some reason, that always reminds me of the teacher in that classic movie, A Christmas Story, gleefully adding plus signs across the chalkboard in Ralphie's dream about his theme grade. I look like that teacher as I check things off my list. A checklist is best used for a process with several steps done by only one person or maybe two people at most. The steps don't necessarily have to be done in order, although there may be a preferred order for maximum efficiency. And the steps don't require any recycle or decision points. If you have multiple people working from one checklist, it helps to color code the steps to indicate who's responsible for each item or put it into some kind of project management system like Trello or Asana so you can assign each item to someone. Some good uses for a checklist include publishing and promoting a blog post or a podcast episode, client onboarding and offloading, gathering year-end and month-end revenue and expenses. A lot of your common administrative tasks in your business or ministry are good places to use a checklist. The second type of system is a workflow or sequence. Think of a workflow as a checklist on steroids. The process is a little more complicated. There may be more interfaces between people who have to do certain steps. And the steps usually need to be done in a specific order. And there could be some logic involved where the next step may be dependent on what happens with the previous step. The workflow can be a list, but it's usually better to be displayed visually using a flowchart especially if there are parallel paths, decision points, or places where responsibility changes from one person to another. If you're working with a virtual assistant, editor, or other support person, a flowchart can be color-coded to indicate who's responsible for each step, just like we discussed in the checklist. And the workflow can also be used to create a job description. Some good uses for a workflow are submission and editing processes, processes that require review and approval, course creation, hiring, and interviewing. 
The third type of system is automations and tech solutions. Systems don't have to involve automated or technical solutions, but sometimes it's worth the investment in time to learn or set up an automation that will save you manual labor in the future. These automations can be self-contained within a program you're already using, like email sequences in your email service provider, or they can be connectors that move information from one program to another, such as Zapier or If This Then That. Some good uses for automation are subscriber email sequences, connecting purchases to your email systems, or scheduling client appointments. Okay, that was a lot. Let's boil it down to your one simple action step. Head over to my free Facebook group, Plan and Pray with Do a New Thing, and grab the systems worksheet. But don't worry, all you need to do right now is identify one process in your business that needs a system and what type of system it needs, a checklist, a workflow, or an automation. Then in the next episode, we'll talk about how to create your system. I'm super excited about this whole series, and I hope you are too. If you have a friend who could use a little more structure and strategy in her business or ministry, would you please share this episode with her? She'll thank you for doing it, and so will I. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you, the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.